I think we can go ahead and s- explain or uh, start the episode why we got together today. First of all, I'm L-E-E-B-O-Y-T-V. This is another episode of the Prime Nostalgia Podcast. I got my co-host here with me, Prime, the P-R-I-M-E, the man with the plan, the man with all the history. This guy knows it all when it comes to nostalgia. And, you know, we're we're happy that you started the podcast, sir. So we can get together today. We got two special guests. I got my guy, Evan, and that's it. Just Evan. That's oh, it. Just like share. Like share. It's just Evan. Oh, that's fire. Fire. Evan. Like share. And, and then we got the man hey. of many names. Speaking of one name. Yeah. Speaking of one name people. <laughs> you might as well go ahead. I got all the names for you, Evan. Brian, Chauncey, <laughs> Bass, Christopher, Michael Hearn. I just threw in the Michael look. The Michael got it. Everybody got a Michael if you got multiple names. <laughs> all the rest of those apply, though, right? Brian, Chauncey, Bass, Hearn. Yeah. And... And oh wait, there an another one? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. I'm trying to bring something crazy. I already know how he I doing. mean, if we was gonna go with Evan have a one name, why not go with Brian's one name gimmick? My first rap name was Commodity, and it was mm. I mean that's you know, yeah, I was man. rapping good. Nah, so bro, you was you was the commodity, bro. Everybody yeah, needed it. Everybody. It was hard time. Ooh, hard everybody time. needs that. Everybody, everybody needs that. That's what I was going for. Yeah, I see it. I see the vision. Mm-hmm. You was the you was supplying the man. Yeah, I was everybody. I was, you it know. was a lot of them bars, and then it was, yeah, corny bars. <laughs> <laughs> it was the different time back then. Look, different time. time. But then speaking of rapping, you know, me and Evan have some history in the rap game. You know, you was doing your beef thing. I was in the circuit. Yeah, Uh, man. I I got many names from back then, too. I was your boy Malloy turned lead. Your boy Malloy. Yeah. Because a lot of people saying it's your boy now. You know, it's your boy. It's your boy. Uh, I think I got it from Jay-Z, but um definitely evan if, if you guys don't know this is some history for you he directed my first and only solo music video uh yeah. boy get it and you can actually check him out in the video so yeah Yo, make sure you guys you need to check that video out it's cinematic masterpiece bro it's like it aged like 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 boom milk no, I'm playing. <laughs> it aged like like, no, like wine. Wine. fine wine fine wine like <laughs> That shit was crazy. Uh, nah, actually, it is. It is pretty dope. You guys definitely go check that out. He's at like the one minute, 30 minute, uh, 30 something second like mark, something looking like that. Cute. Yeah, word, word. looking real cute. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, and like I said, he directed that and got the all that off. And then we have way more history going back so to much, nine, man. eight, nine, ten years old. We damn near grew up together at Amazing Grace Conservatory. Snot nose, bro. AGC is getting it's definitely has got his shine on this podcast. We'll continue yeah. to highlight them because they're so integral in my uh, personal history and just the LA scene in general. For sure, man. Definitely, you know, fellow alum like my guy here. He was in the cool kids crowd, clown dancing and shit. I was I was not in the cool kids crowd, cool kids crowd, clown dancing and shit. <laughs> Let somebody else tell us. I'm tired of bragging. Look, I'm tired of bragging. Yeah, no, nah, I mean he was he, you know, objectively, he was getting it. <laughs> I was getting it. I think he's starting to bring more AGC people up here just so they can talk good about him. That's what I think. <laughs> Somebody got to do it. Look, <laughs> nah, because I mean, every time it's all that fans is like, "Oh, do you know Keenan?" But uh, speak, right. speaking of Keenan, 
my guy Evan also works behind the scenes on the You Already Know podcast. Tell him a little yeah. bit about what you do, man. Yeah, so I'm the uh, visual producer for the You Already Know podcast with Keenan Thompson and Tani Moroli. Uh, those are my guys, man. I've been working on it since like the first episode. Actually, if you go back, we were trying to figure out what to do with the visuals. Uh, it's me and my girl walking on a loop <laughs> across the green screen. Oh, that's who that is. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> we didn't know what. Yeah, we didn't know what we was doing, like, you know, like in terms of where we wanted to go, like visually, because at the time, like they were recording, you know, via phones, you know, just like recording conversations like some prison shit. So we were just like trying to be very avant-garde with our presentation. And so like it's it's grown a long way since then, man. Uh, you know, credit them guys. Very informative, very funny people working with Keenan, man, one of the top five funny guys, you know, my generation for sure. And you no. said it before, we've been campaigning for that guy to get a Hollywood uh, oh, yeah. uh, Walk of Fame star. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hollywood Walk of Fame Class of 2022 announcements. I'm Ellen Kay, host of Coast 103.5 and chair of the Walk of Fame selection panel. And I'm so happy to be here and excited to announce our Class of 2022 Walk of Fame selections. Keenan Thompson. We are so thrilled for the class of 2022. We can't wait to see our honorees and you, the fans, on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Thank you for tuning in. Kim and throw Kel in there too with his uh, dancing stars resume. Both of them, man. He good. Like they, they both need them like individually. You know what I'm saying? Because like they've been doing some work. They've been putting in hella work, and it was crazy because I didn't even know they wasn't from LA before I started. I just assumed everybody's from LA. I thought you was from LA, bro. Before I mean, well, see, since you said you was from Florida, I just assumed Hollywood because I just assumed everybody from LA. Hollywood, everybody from LA <laughs> yeah. at some point, right? At some point, <laughs> you gotta be. But Prime, yeah, man. You, you just coming soon, Prime. In fact, uh, we could get shoot over to Brian. You what, did you ever claim LA? Because we know you originally from. Oh, they trying to get him killed. Yeah, trying to get him killed. You always uh, claim Brooklyn. I'm gonna keep it tall with you. I'm I'm a Brooklyn kid. I'm a Brooklyn kid. I'm a Brooklyn cat, right? But my next album is so West Coast. Mm, they're gonna I say gotta, they're I'm gonna have to LA. take I'm gonna have to bring it down there to y'all and show y'all what's really good. Cause yeah, this, please, please. We're going up. We're going up, up. It's gonna we be love it. we love the vibes. And I love I mean, I spent 10 years in LA, so I love like I mean, not even just LA, Inglewood, Compton, like I've I got roots everywhere. You know what I'm saying? I got people. I got people. And, and, and what I learned about what I learned about Hollywood is that I, I don't like Hollywood. Like, I don't like the people. You know what I'm saying? I like the I like people that came from L.A. You know what I'm saying? People raised down there. So I had to I had to go find my, my folks and they I ride for them forever. So, yeah, Lee boy, Lee boy, one up. There you go. There you go. Look, because I, yeah. you know, I claim L.A., but I ain't I ain't really from L.A. <laughs> <laughs> from the birds, baby. Look, um, but anyway, uh, let's get past that. And I'm just because you know, today we're actually going to be talking about a movie that has is special in the history of movies, especially during the nostalgia time. It's actually coming up on its 20th anniversary. In fact, by the time you hear it, it's going to be super close. My guy, Brian, is actually in the movie. And Evan's just a fan of the movie. We'll talk a little bit more about some stuff Evan got going on. Right now, we're just going to fast forward to what the topic is of today. Sure. And that is 
Put it tang. Put it tang. Put it tang. Don't bang the dilly. Put it tang. Put it tang. Put it tang. Look, <laughs> that's just my favorite scene in the movie. When <laughs> that's just my favorite scene in the movie. So I had to go ahead and reenact uh, Chris Rock. Hey. But, bro, Brian. First off, yes. did did the New York bias get you in this movie? How did you get in this movie? Yo, I'm just saying because Chris Rock has a, a part in uh you know producing right. it, but uh, Chris Rock. I right, so I didn't. I obviously was like ten years old when we filmed it, and so I didn't know much about the Chris Rock show. First of all, because I was too young, and so uh, my mom was like, you know, you about to audition for this for this. Uh, she called it a sketch. She was like, you about to audition for this sketch for the Chris Rock show. Actually, no, no, no. My agent said that. My agent was like, y'all about to audition for this sketch. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, the Chris, I didn't know Chris Rock even had a show. I was that young. Like, we didn't, we wasn't on that because it was too, it was too, too mature for me. And, uh, and then we, we, so we auditioned first and I auditioned as Lil Trucky and they were like, wait a minute, this isn't just a sketch. This isn't like, this is something bigger, right? So it kind of got like, and then I met Louis C.K., right? Oh, it was shit. the first audition we had, and it was just like, let's steal some. All I had to say was just, let's steal some apples. And for some reason, when I said it, the room erupted in laughter. And I was just like, okay, like, you're 10 years old. You know, say you say something, make five adults laugh. You're like, yo, I must be lit. Like, <laughs> Wait, so this is before all that then? Way before. Oh, see, this look, I'm, way, I'm, I got This my is not only before way all off, that, yeah. but it's before Hardball as well. Right. So at this point, before I think the I headband. Before, Before the headband, yes. Facts. Facts. <laughs> Low-key high-key history, bro. I was like, I was like, bro, you look weird. I was like, why? I'm so weird. Yeah, we need just that figured head. out who you was in. Yeah, like yeah, now. the heart. Just, you remember, look, just, one ear was out. Look, it was yeah. one ear under the headband. Look, that's yep. key. That's key. Hey, <laughs> I say it every time it's brought up, but I feel like for the culture, you know what I'm saying? When Nelly was rocking the two, you know what I mean? If Fab was rocking the one, he got the Come on, you can't tell him it wasn't. I'm not yeah, gonna say nah. it wasn't cousin me. I'm just gonna say it wasn't not. Oh, okay, me. okay. Hey, claim your flower, plant you and pick I your mean? flowers, King. Look, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but so, so we auditioned, and and I met Louis C.K. and and he was mad funny, and I and uh, and then they put my my mom was in the room, like they had us in all in the room, and they and they were like, yeah, uh, they had the kid that was that was gonna play Pooty Tang, and they had me like kind of standing together. And we we knew that it was a small role, right? So, you know, I really wasn't tripping too hard. I was just like, all I got to do is say, let's steal some apples. It's a wrap. Like, let's just get it. Let's get it done. And then <laughs> they held my picture next to JB Smooth's picture. And I kind of looked at the picture like, like, I don't know if I look like dude. But everybody in the room was like, could be his son. Could be his son. Now I kind of was like, oh, okay. You know, whatever, whatever's clever. We get on set, bro. They, they, I mean, it's, you know, it's Pootie Tang. So they had the wardrobe fitted. They had sun in the, in the fur vest. Yeah. It was yeah. immaculate. They had me in the, in the, it actually kind of like birthed my fashion sense if I'm going to be in a hundred. Cause it was like, yo, this is, this is abstract. Like we can do whatever we want here. Right. That's a flex. You film bro. it. It was one of them situations where you film the movie. And like, I only had like two days on set. So it was kind of like, I'm 10 years old. So it was kind of like, yo, we did that movie on to the next. You know what I'm saying? Let's just chill and make sure everything's cool with life. We go on to film Hardball. We go on to start filming all that. And now the movie's coming out, right? The movie in theaters didn't do as well as it did on the VHS DVD tip. 
So much so, I'm going to tell y'all this story, bro. All right. The movie didn't do well in theaters. I think it made... <laughs> so, so what, you was feeling it back then? <laughs> like, they, somebody <laughs> told you it flopped low-key or what? Listen, I'm going to tell you how we knew that the movie wasn't going to do well. <laughs> oh. We go to the theaters to see the movie, right? We go in okay. the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's me and my mom, right? We sitting in the theater, right? There's a man. <laughs> wait, can't wait, see. Wait. We don't know who was in the movie. There's a man, there's one other person. <laughs> Don't tell me left. I'm sorry. There's a dude in the front watching the movie with us. So we like, yo, I guess, you know, not a lot of people came out for this movie. Like, <laughs> we like, dang, that sucks. Cause it's funny. Like, how could they not come out? Like, dang. <laughs> Bruh, we leave the theater. Not only was it me in the theater and my mom. But the man in the theater was Louis C.K. Not only did he, did he recognize he knew who I was, he was like, hey, how y'all doing? How'd y'all like the movie? I'm like, bro, we the only ones who've seen it. <laughs> Louis. No, Lewis. Look, I thought you was gonna say oh. the only other man left, but this uh, is damn near made the whole movie. Right, he sat for it. He was going. He was gonna sit. We didn't have no premiere or nothing, dog. He didn't we even see him. it at the premiere. He had to go to the theater with y'all. <laughs> Wait, that's amazing. That's so, a great so, story. So, you know, two three years later, when it started picking up and it got right. like DVD following and it was on VH1 and it was on BET. I was like, and people was like, yo, you was in Putin Tang. I'm like, how you know? Yeah. <laughs> you wasn't there. Look, <laughs> we seen everybody that was there. How you see me in that movie, dog? <laughs> but thank God for the, for, for the DVD VHS. Oh, amen. I know I'm one of the people that definitely, I don't know if it was me or my man, <laughs> one of us had it on DVD or v, definitely on DVD. We watched this shit a hundred times. And I'm going to be honest, part of this is going to be trying to actually recap the movie in sequence because we right. still trying to figure out certain parts of the movie. It's like definitely a cult classic. That right. is not to even be, um, you know, discussed or actually be challenged. That's not even right. to be challenged. It's yeah. definitely a cult classic, but it is hard to follow. So I can see, <laughs> I can see people... I could definitely be like, if my family would have went and saw, we would have been like five minutes. Nah, 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 nah. This is talking about banging dillies and sadatan and uh, man, we don't Back. know. Yeah, it that's is, a hard theater watch. It is. Like not is. knowing that, like not knowing nothing. Right. Yeah. Cause hey, like, no subtitle trailer, bro. No trailer. Nothing. I don't even know if I ever seen the trailer for this movie, dog. I'm gonna be a thou wow. I'm gonna keep it tall with you. I don't think so, bro. Yeah, because like it, certain movies, you know, it takes you have to be in a home setting to get past that 15, 20 minutes. Like right, otherwise, right. you just like, uh, I don't yeah. know. And so <laughs> this is one of the ones that you it might take you two, three times to get through it. And then yes. you'd be like, bro, this shit is fire, which this we all know fun. now. Right. We all know now, but um, man, that is hilarious. 
It kind of reminds me of uh, Dolomite, actually. Mm. The original Dolomite, actually. I think actual when they did the skit, when they did the skit, uh, the the sketch on, on the show, they was going for Dolomite. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the dude who played Pootie Tang wasn't—he wasn't Pootie Tang on the show, on the Chris mm-hmm. Rock show. Chris Rock was Pootie Tang. Oh, and so they had this guy. I forgot his name. I feel terrible for Lance. Lance Crothers. Lance, Mister. I called him Mister Lance. He, uh, <laughs> he. <laughs> everybody, I, I was respectful. Yeah, Mister, yeah, Mister Lance. Mister Lance. That's my but, dad's um, man. He was a writer on the Chris Rock show, and and they ended up putting him in as Pootie Tang because Chris Rock didn't want to like steal all the shine, you know what I'm saying? He didn't want to make it all about. Play like ten characters in this movie, but yeah, right, right. So, yeah, man. And yo, what's crazy is, I was in a barbershop one day in uh, I think I was either in Brooklyn or I was in Staten Island. I was in a barbershop getting my haircut, and and you know the barbers know, you know they they know who you are, and you know mm-hmm. I, I was kind of making a name for myself at this time. And uh, I'm getting my haircut, and everybody like, "Yo, man, you on Pootie Tang? Now you filming movies? You doing this? Then that's cool, man. Good for you, dog. I'm getting my haircut. I'm young." And this dude come in with his bag. He said, "I got CDs and DVDs." <laughs> he said, "I got this movie. I got that movie. I got Pootie Tang." And it was dope to see everybody. Like he almost got jumped, low key. They was like, "Get out of here, man! You see this man in here? This is man, this man was in the movie, man. You trying to step? No, you need to go buy that DVD." Oh, but after, and they was waiting for him to come back the next day. Look, like yeah, yeah. That hey, hey. And I five he gone now. <laughs> they just wanted to show me the respect. I feel I I super appreciated that. Oh man, that's, that's dope. That's it, man. I'm yeah. I'm glad you came on just to tell that story because that is too hilarious. Especially Louis C.K. being in the theater with y'all watching it, man. That's classic. That is literally you can't even write that classic. You can't make that story up, man. It's just wait. I I got a question, man. So when y'all were filming, like, did you know what was was going on? Like, did you know Mm. what was supposed to happen in the scene? Like, your scene partner is not speaking English. <laughs> like, like, did you get? Did you think what you were doing was funny? Uh, I'm gonna be a thousand with you. I mean, I like as a ten year old. As a ten year old, Louis, I'll say Louis C.K. is is a good director. You know, there's there's a lot of things that people are saying about him that's not so good. So I'll say that at least Son right. is a good director. <laughs> All right, and uh, he did a, he did a good job at helping a ten year old, helping two ten year olds understand uh, the scene. For, for what it was. Um, and, and so, you know, when it came down to the stealing apples part for me, it was like, yo, like, just pretend you just one of these kids. You, y'all obviously want this apple. Steal the apple. And then, and, then, and then he explained it in a way that's like, yo, imagine like you about to get your butt whooped, but you really don't know it. And that's mm-hmm. that, that belt come out of nowhere. And you like, yo, what, for real? And so it <laughs> was sound and, effects. I remember them dips. <laughs> <laughs> they got to do the sound effects off screen. Oh yeah, so you guys weren't even hearing. Yeah, you guys obviously be like, hearing that. And belt. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> hell no. Nah. This is hilarious. Oh Comedy, man. Bro. So how prime? How can we like start this? How can we get this going? As far as telling the beginning to the end, should we even go through the movie, or should we just kind of talk uh, about our favorite parts? We should talk about our favorite parts, but I do want to start on uh, the 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 opening, the actual opening scene with the you know dirty, uh, dirty, dirty 
and Dirty, dirty Dan. Yeah. Dirty, I, I thought it was Dirty Dirty D. Dirty Yep. Yeah. The the Dirty D scene, uh I ain't gonna lie, the Dirty D scene most reminded me of Dolomite in this whole thing because obviously the ponytail and that that whole part. But then, you know, doing in the car wash and then now he came out here all white. I don't know. I just thought, I was like, that's such a Chris Rock thing to do. Uh, I just felt like it was. But we can talk about y'all favorite parts. This is y'all this y'all episode? I'm just here. I'm just here to give my commentary, my two cents. But I mean, I can start off with ah, damn shit. I already get to my guy Lacey, uh, and it's hot too. Or <laughs> obviously, Lacey, I think has some of uh, you know. To me, was one of the most most cold classic lines where he just recaps everything everyone says because everyone got that person in the hood that really doesn't have no mind for their own right. But um. And so I don't want to just crush on that or, or get past that too fast. But my literally favorite part in in the whole movie is when Chris Rock goes crazy over the silent track. Uh, when Man, Pootie, I was like, "Pootie's too good" right. is what it's called on uh, on the clips on YouTube. Yeah. You guys need to look it up. So <laughs> Pootie's too good on YouTube. But yeah, when the silent track, he's. You can see, you can feel Pootie's pain, right? He's like literally crying on the track. He's shaking and shivering. And then right. when it finally gets to the radio station, my guy, Chris Rock, does an amazing job of just, just being over the top, you know, throwing everything. And this ends up in, in, in the credits at the end as well. But he's yeah. trashing the whole radio station. And when he, I don't know, I just, I just love Chris Rock. I ain't gonna lie. In movies, Chris Rock is is uh, is amazing to me. So I, that was one of my favorite scenes. I think one of my favorite scenes. I just was like watching it again this morning. But like one of my favorite scenes was when Young Pootie was fucking with that older woman, and she threw the <laughs> she threw the big wheel out the window. <laughs> and she was like, Pootie, I can't take it no more. And Pootie don't leave. Come back, Pootie. Come back, Pootie. I'm like, yo, this is... This is... <laughs> what was he doing to that old lady? <laughs> what was he doing to what that old lady? What was he doing to that old lady? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> hey, that's a, hey, that's like... just foul to even think about. Look, this is some real pedophile shit going on. <laughs> I think it's just... It wasn't even... Yo, Pootie was never even... Right. Even, can I cuss? He was never even fucking him. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know right. what I'm saying? You already know that. Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> and he made the girl drink the little bowl of milk outside the. <laughs> oh, oh. It's just, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I feel like, yes, it was Dolomite, but like it was like Black Zoolander. Mm. You know? Yeah. For me. Yeah. Yeah, Zoolander is also a favorite of mine. And, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. I like that. I like that comparison. It was fun. It was like f- random funny. You know what I'm saying? And like you don't, if you do, if you wasn't paying attention from the very beginning, you don't know what's going on at right. all. And you never will. And, yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I'll just say to, to interject right now, and that's the reason why I even approach Evan with this topic, because, you know, I'm a fan of your uh, your series for Evan's sake. And I just know how well, how much you like this, the random comedy, just anything that people need to catch. It might yeah. take you a second or you might not get it. And if you're not in a certain lifestyle and this movie definitely, you know, fits that bill. Like um, 
like I've watched it at least 10 times at least and there's still things that I am still remembering and catching on to and trying to piece together which to me makes a classic film that's like, yeah it's it's all about that rewatchability and right like, you know yeah shout out to like the DVD you know circuit for even putting this on that you know because like I definitely did not see this in theaters like definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> I was only one dog <laughs> you was the only one. You hit him, Lewis. <laughs> oh but, uh, my goodness! Oh I definitely saw this at somebody cousin house, somebody house, and mm-hmm. that shit was just. And I seen it a hell of times, and I still don't fully understand what happens. I just wanna, I just wanna ask everybody to. I want to know what they was thinking of when they seen Chris Rock as the dad and he got killed and he came right back as the best friend and then he was like... Wait, oh, don't just gloss over he got killed. He got mauled by a gorilla by for a the gorilla. third time. Oh, yeah. Only the third time <laughs> at that factory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I knew it was going to be something when he said a fatal, uh, a fatal injury, not like he got killed or not he got injured. <laughs> he said a fatal injury. I knew it was going to be something. Oh <laughs> man! For only the third time in history at the factory. Only the third time. That was stupid, stupid. Uh, yeah. But yeah, the multiple characters in general, though, of Chris Rock. Uh, what now, Brian? I can ask you this: Do you think they were just trying to save money? <laughs> Probably, bro. Yeah, <laughs> looking back, right? Either, like, <laughs> either they was. I mean, but but you got to remember, this is this is straight from the Chris Rock show, and I feel like not a lot of people really knew that. You know what I'm mm. saying? I didn't if know I, that. If I, I say that in the hood after, today, yeah. people be like, what? <laughs> what? Can we take one? No, no. Shut up. It's a movie. And so I, I, there's definitely a possibility that they were trying to save money. But it's all it's like it's like also it was Chris Rock being Chris Rock. It was like, yo, let me let me get on the same wavelength as, you know, what I'm saying the Eddie Murphy's and, the, and let me show my range in that Martin Lawrence. Let me show my range in that way. So I. But I think definitely both. <laughs> right. In my oh, assessment of the movie, that's what I was thinking. Like, oh, he was in his Eddie Murphy bag uh, yeah, trying to yeah. compete with that because, um, you know, he, he's not as well versed with, like, the character voices, I would say. He could do Word. characters. But, like, the yeah. voices and accents and, you know, just yeah. transforming. You know, he doesn't transform. Right. But he can yell his ass off as different. Well, okay, Evan, what you got to say about it? You it's- seen Fargo? Oh, I'm sleep on uh, Fargo, dog. See, look, I'm sleeping too. Uh, Yo, first of all, shout out AGC again. Matthew Elam is in that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, young boy, you know what I'm saying? But um, dog, he transformed. He's the boss. He's the he's the mob boss of St. Louis in the 50s. Oh, word. You word. feel me? Like, bro's going up. You know, mm-hmm. this shit not funny. Mm-hmm. Word. So, I mean, so he has that ability. But in this one, I mean, but I would say in this one, he yeah, not in this one yet. And this one, he just started yelling. I'm gonna start yelling like this. Oh, I'm gonna yell like this. Oh, booty, 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 booty. Or he just the ghetto homie on the car- uh, on the corner is probably. I just love that character uh, probably the most. And, and just the three of them getting together, um, him, the JB Smooth character, and then the guy that plays Pootie Tang. And Wanda Sykes, too. Shout her out, man. She, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's funny was, as hell, man. It was mad heads in this movie. JB Smooth, Robert Vaughn, uh, Missy. 
Missy was in the oh movie. Oh my goodness. Missy was yeah. in the movie, bro. She played, what's her name? Diva? Her name was like Diva or something like that. She was dope, bro. Legendary. So yeah. can we get on, I guess, some Wanda Sykes talk? Um, just a little bit. Biggie Shorty. Um, Biggie Shorty. Now she's she's kind of like what? She's the the all-knowing elder of the movie. She's kind of like the person that that helps out the the, the story unfold. She she picks up Pootie when he's at his at his lowest and she guides him to the to the finish in uh finish line at, at, at times but also she's just a hood rat and so it really gives you this great perspective of how just a normal i would just say a black woman just has so much strength and knowledge no matter what part uh you know where they are in their lives and so it was a good mm. ode to that it was a good to see a character like that be pretty you know one of the protagonist i would say yeah she, uh, she definitely helps carry the film um but at the same time she's just hilarious she's trying to get down with putty the whole damn time and he's like did he ever give her some look oh she did she took it didn't she yeah i thought oh, she, she took it at the end <laughs> yeah, i thought yeah, she yeah. took it at the end like <laughs> hey, it was when he was all the way down and out when he came out limping and <laughs> she was like you gonna give me some putty yep <laughs> yeah yeah, oh, Wanda's man. funny, man. Man, Wanda's but... great, man. Now, what is she? What is she, what's going on with Wanda right now? Oh man, she's on the Upshaws on, on Netflix. That's what I was going. I didn't because you we talked and about. I haven't seen show. it yet, so I didn't want to say she was on there. But I heard that you. show I is seen it yet, funny, so bro. I don't, don't ruin it. Hey, bro, that show listen, is so funny. I want to talk right. about a black show that that is funny, that goes for the moral values, that is just like. All, like an all around good black show, that one for sure. Upshaws, yeah. man. She, and she it's funny. Thing. Mikey, Mike did his thing. Kim this Fields, like, mm, Kim, Kim Fields. Fields. See, I, what I, a I wish I would. I wish I would tell me that first instead of the uh, the, the Jimmy Fox show because I was oh, yeah, watching you, that you tripping, bro. And uh, now I'm kind of like I, I know the Upshaws is good, but I'm like I kind of want to. You know, take a break for that. Damn, you wasted your multicam. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but Gotta. but shout out to Jamie Foxx. So he's a really good dad. You know what I'm saying? Because like, I, I'm pretty sure his daughter is like the showrunner. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, she, yeah. She so like, crazy. yeah, so like, shout out to him for like putting the putting the you know what I'm saying putting the shit on the table, letting her get her yeah, experience in. You know, because like that's an awesome way to like that's some you know. Shout out to nepotism, you feel me? That's right. That's, <laughs> how, that's how you do it the right way. If you do yeah. it, you do it right. Yeah. Take them I think the, the James, I think the, what's the name of the Jamie Foxx show? I feel bad. I don't even know, bro. Dad, Dad, you're embarrassing me. Yeah. Dad, you're embarrassing me. I feel like, I feel like, first of all, the title. They started off with the pilot and it was funny. And then, and then you know, you got to get your groove. You got to work. You got to, you know what I'm saying? And, and But I think that, if I if I know Jamie Foxx the way I the way I think I do, I think that he'll watch the Upshaws and then work on like Ooh. he'll get back in that writing room and be like, oh okay. Cause I before the before Dad You're Embarrassing Me came out, me and my wife watched the whole Jamie Foxx show. Just went way back. Just Which let's let's do it. Beyond and classic, yeah. You want to talk about rhythm, you want to talk about like a groove, never stop from episode one. So he could get it back. Oh. I mean, it's no doubt. It's no doubt. It, I just, 
it kind of felt like he was phoning it in a little bit. Especially yeah. with the characters. Yeah, it just it just felt a little phoned in. Where um, the Upshaws is just like, wow, you know this family. If you're not this family, you know what I'm saying? They're your cousins. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah, so shout out to Wanda Sykes and uh the, the and whole the whole Wanda, bag. the whole Upshaws project. Uh if if there was a movie that you could compare, we, we talked about Dolomite. Anything anything modern day that you would compare though to Pootie Tang? We said Black Zoolander. Dynamite. What was modern that? Modern day? No, they don't do it like this no is more. Is it not right? Black no, Dynamite? Really? Is that not that I mean, Black Dynamite, that's that's not my that's like the last uh, of that uh, age, bro. Uh, they don't uh, do it like this, like Every comedy's trying to win an Oscar now, you know? Like, dang. Right, it. what happened to just being silly and not well, giving just, a damn? You know? It, it, yeah, don't do this it. movie really does not does not feel any type of um, Hollywood storyline that they're trying to put out there. Like, oh, you know what? I got what one. What is it? It's a, it's a Michael John White movie. It was, it was, uh, what's the movie? Undercover oh, Brother 2? Yeah, that one. Yeah, that shit. Trash, it was, it, it was, it was, but it's the only thing that re- it was. Only hey, they that said that about Pootie Tag too. A couple people. Nah, did. this not nah, that. Nah, this one. This is actual. It's actual trash. It's actual trash. But I love Michael John White, man. Yeah, I, I just brought it up because it, it's the only movie that I can think of that's in that genre that's current. So. All right, now what the this was movie was pretty random, although it's not a traditional film. What was the one uh where they was all in the car going across country that recently recently got put out on Netflix? Um with um damn look now I'm gonna look crazy. Uh, Meet the, uh Meet the that was in the pink car. She so had the pink car. Uh oh, 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 oh uh, uh bad trip or whatever. Bad trip. Uh, that was fun. I would say, I would say it, yeah, definitely is not in the same vein because it's not, it really it didn't even look scripted. I, I'm not sure exactly. I, I don't think it was 100% it had, scripted. It had scripted moments. Right. That shit was hella funny, though. I'm not it was hella funny, and it has that element of they really just don't give a damn as well. Right. So that would be yeah. the best one I can think of recently. Yeah. Has but like, they don't do it like that, man. They don't do it like You know, uh, we have... Uh, switched our focus to you know be more considerate mm. of, of everybody's feelings and because of that some of the silliness has to like go by the wayside and you have to be more cerebral with your approach yeah which is not a bad thing but like we ain't gonna get the pooty tanks no more i gotta suggest that has has any of y'all ever seen loaded weapon one y'all never seen oh. what what is yeah, that so is it's that a parody, like- it's a parody of Lethal Weapon, but it's like so uh, out absurd. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I miss the parody movies, man. I miss man. the parody movies. Yeah, low key, I watched Airplane the other day. Mm. That's hilarious. A classic. A you classic. can't do you can't do none of that shit no more. Yeah, but uh, that's hilarious. Like they had the little yeah. white girl saying, "Oh, like yeah, I like my coffee black, like I like my men." <laughs> I'm like, oh shit! Yo, I seen a, I seen a, uh, a, a clip. It's crazy that you mentioned that movie because I seen a clip and they were like, yo, the writers of this movie was wild, but it was airplane, and it's when they did the, uh, it was a little white lady trying to translate jive oh, talk, jive talk, yeah. <laughs> Sound comedy. like pretty comedy, yeah, facts. Mama do, Mama do, can you peanut past the cherries? <laughs> <laughs> 
That's 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 how we act for the peas. <laughs> and then like his mom and dad knew exactly what he was talking about every time. Look, every that's time. That. Man, you know yeah. what's crazy about that? I got a two-year-old daughter, and and I mean, I'm pretty sure you can attest to this, Lee boy. Yes, you sir. You the only one that can understand. Yes, sir. <laughs> you be translating like a mug. Little, little, before they be before they start with them sentences, my daughter would be like, "I said, I did do that," and they'd be like, "Yo, <laughs> what is she asking for?" I'm like, "She need her water cup. Give her her sippy cup, man." <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, funny. Yo, real quick. I don't know if I could play some music real quick for y'all. Yeah. But the, but my I think one of the best things coming off of Pootie Tang was the soundtrack. Mm. I, and not a lot of people was was really bumping the soundtrack. I was way to be three episodes late, Brian. I had to, <laughs> I'm sorry, hey, dog. I'm sorry. I was on the baby boy soundtrack. I was on the Pootie Tang soundtrack. I was on the like Mike. You know what I'm saying? You just gotta you, Blue Street. There was bro. a time where the, where the movie was the Blue Street soundtrack match. Mm-hmm. What happened to soundtracks? I know I'm three episodes late. I'm bringing that back, happened? though. I'm bringing that back. Okay. Word. I think. Word. Well, I think I would say Ryan Coogler is probably the only person that's paying that attention right now. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's much appreciated. Yeah, um, he did that. That Black he Judas did. soundtrack. You heard that? Uh, yes. That was oh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, speaking of the soundtrack, though, that beat, that Biggie Shorty, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> she held in the corner. <laughs> I just love how they show her grooving every time before she even talk. You'd be like, what the hell? Look, right. the wrong person catch that. They'd be like, I'm done with this movie. <laughs> hey, I was definitely, I was just like, what am I watching? <laughs> what am she looks, she might start dropping it all the way and you'd be like, what the hell? Is this a music video? Yeah, she was doing a lot of <laughs> head movements. Yeah. That's where little Kim. That's where little Kim got her moves. Is that from. where she got it from? Look, shorty, yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, bro. Somebody the thing about that. soundtracks yeah. that I that I that I really appreciated back then was that it would allow for artists to get paid for their songs that's already on the album. Mm. They had make them say "uh" on the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But man, as you guys can tell, though, just talking about a movie like Pootie Tang just brings back that nostalgia. This is like a this is like right in the thick of things. 2001, when it dropped, uh, by the time this comes out, it's going to be very close to the 20th anniversary, which is actually on June 29th. So dope that we even got to talk about this today. Wow. um, Yeah, man. Any final words, anything that we want to throw out, any best scenes, any favorite moments? Uh, because we just want to encourage people to watch it. Like, there's only so much that we can say. This movie is so random. But if you haven't watched it, we didn't talk about the belt. Just I would just about to say that the I belt of freedom. Is it the belt of truth? Look, belt. It's like anybody time somebody start yelling or I mean lying or or capping that belt come out and get that them straight. Belt. Look, a little bit of straightening. Look, shout out to the Migos. That belt get them straight. Look, <laughs> yep. real straight. Man. But, um. No, yeah, honestly, it's a great movie. It still holds up. It, I mean, like, if you want to laugh your ass off and, you know, like, they fighting the ills that we still fighting today. Fried chicken, my liquor, and, you know? Mm, yeah. That you is know what I'm talk about, too. Uh, they do definitely hit on, like, a lot of social issues that, like you said, are still going on today. And Pootie wouldn't compromise his image to sell uh, these things that are perpetuated in Black neighborhoods. 
And so, I mean, that is definitely a storyline that I that I could definitely get behind. Yeah. Which is why it, it gives you a, a somewhat of you know a moral feeling watching it. So, uh, if you if you one of those warriors that's the woke warriors that's trying to still learn about the the movement, uh, this is one that could get you started for sure. I mean, it's not yeah. gonna it's not gonna I mean it's not gonna teach you anything <laughs> that you never heard, but it reinforces what was going on and that people were talking about it since twenty years ago. Y'all don't come to me now with oh. Well, they got guns on every corner. We've been talking about this. Stuff, you know? Yeah, but if yeah, yo, if if Booty Tang turns you into an activist, man, but- <laughs> then so be it, Jack. <laughs> no. Look, we got to get you started somewhere. Look, whatever works. Booty, booty, he too good. He too good. He- <laughs> hey, call me on a panty stop. <laughs> Don't bang the dillies, bro. <laughs> Do not. All right, my clever. Oh, I got man. a quick question real quick. Uh, yeah. Brian, what if somebody lied to you to your face and said they was at the premiere? Oh, dang. I, like, well, I, you <laughs> would laugh. You was like, I was at the premiere too. You um, Are you are Lou, are you Louis C.K.? Because we were the only <laughs> ones that was there. Right. <laughs> Yo, I don't know what... There have, there have been times where someone has lied to me in that type of way, and I I, I never know what to do. I, I low-key be going along with lies for, I don't low key. I'm a people. That's that Hollywood shit, that. bro. That's that Hollywood Fact, shit. I just be like, oh man, that's cool. What was you? What did you wear? <laughs> In fact, bro. me and Evan, the crab before, case was good, right? Before we got on, we was talking about <laughs> we was talking about some cap. We gonna get into that on a later uh, episode. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> how people be like, oh, you was there too? Mm. Okay, me too. Mm. How are you like? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, dang. You know, I'm a real troll. I think before trolling, I, w- I would get people, I would love those type of situations. And actually, yeah, like you said, just keep going with it, ask questions, let it let the trolling commence, like let it come right, out. Right. I just want to see what they're gonna say. I love Fact. it. I love that situation. Fact. I'll be like, but uh before we get out of here, um, do I definitely want to give Evan the opportunity to talk about some of his projects that he has going yeah. on right now, and then also um yeah. and uh where they can find you, Evan. Yeah, um, so right now um I have for Evan's sake, which is live on Tubi. Uh so just download Tubi, it's free. Oh, you know I didn't know you was on Tubi, bro. Wait, come on, man. Hey, hey, for Evan's sake, y'all need to check this out. Everyone, yeah. Here, uh, and by the time this, by the time this comes it. out, I'll have like formally announced that we are actually going to be on Tubi because this is kind of new. So, uh, for Evan's sake, is now on Tubi. It's the exclusive home for it. Uh, so, download that thing. It's real funny. It has me, Slink Johnson, Wendy Raquel Robinson, um, Tristan Wingers, Miss Wendy. Next- yeah, man, Miss Wendy's in it. Yo, wait, you too? No, nah, he didn't go to AGC. Oh, okay. He just knows. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> well, we uh, grew up. We grew up with uh, with Miss Wendy. That's why. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, man, it has a, it has like a lot of lot of cool people that are doing their thing right now. It's really right. funny. It, it tackles uh, mental health in the black community, you know, through through the lens of comedy. And working in, you know, working in lower level Hollywood is things that, you know, showing what living the dream is is actually about. And uh, yeah, man, it's your it's dress a, it's is a, a little bit. Your dress is a little shorter then. It's a little shorter, you know. It's just <laughs> this is a passion project. It's you know, it's self produced. So like each 
we actually coming out with a with a third installment. So my dreads are a lot lot longer in this one, but oh, like, uh, you know, this it's happening in real time. So like, these are the the each episode is like a snapshot into like where I was presently, and this new one is you know talking about you know the quarantine and you know how that kind of just transpired around us. So I'm really excited. Uh, Tubi, check that shit out. Um, I also got to produce on this show, Rap Mentors. Um, which was, which was this on Forbes.com. We got to interview a whole lot of, um, whole lot of heavy hitters, uh, Kevin Lyles, E-40, Black Man. Thought, Steve LaBelle, Man. Sweetie, Young Man. M.A., Fetty Wap, like the, the Jizza, no, I'm, the Rizza, I'm sorry. Um, but it was awesome. Burner, like, it's just, you know, getting to see, uh, we're showing how hip hop has, you know, met capitalism in the middle and you know how it went from this like this obscure you know uh obscure art form, art form. Mm -hmm. until like my man's former rap name the global commodity Commodity. you see right. that you see that that full right. circle, circle full that circle. callback uh yeah. you got <laughs> hey, when you did that you just did the circle in the back on that frame behind right. you too Come on, Ooh, super circles everything jack <laughs> Um, and so, you know, that was an awesome to be a part of that. That was like my first legit producer credit. And then, you know, I'm working on the You Already Know podcast with Kenan Thompson. So, like, you know, I'm just trying to stay busy and stay blessed, man. Just keep it going. And um, I will do want to throw out, too. Now, was For Evan's Sake on or is your character or have you made any cross references with Issa Rae on that? You, was on have, the, you were on the show, right? I, I was on Insecure. I was on like I was a featured extra in, in three seasons, and then I got to play the MC of the uh, Black Party in, the, right. in season four. Um, so there has been no direct crossover, but um, you know I got Blood Homie in my show. Um, another one of my another one of my good friends, Norman Towns, is in oh. season four and five of uh insecure and like you know we all got the same it's network good. you know it's it's, it's it's all fam and yeah. you know easter if you're watching this you know what i'm saying you know yeah, hit my line hit me up too you yeah. know, me, no yeah, no like, you already know evan hit me yeah <laughs> my podcast yeah, i mean yeah that, you know but like hey, i could be crib home yeah right, yeah i'm right, ready right, right. exactly big c's yeah but um yeah man it's just you know it's I'm I'm just blessed to just be working, bro. I just Amen. trying to stay in the mix, and then just you know I'm gonna throw something at the wall and something gonna stick, Jack. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel. Yeah, yeah. just something uh, gonna happen. Real quick though, I just want to bring up, I just want to bring up uh the Yari No episode 100. No, the the year anniversary. The year oh anniversary. yeah yeah yeah. The Indian dude, you know what I'm talking about. I just want to know what was going through your mind. I'll probably cut this whole part. I just want to know for me personally. The the Indian dude. This Indian dude was on the loudspeaker and then they went oh, 10 yeah. minutes. Yo, yeah, that was... Dude. I was just like, wow. Wait, okay. what happened? <laughs> Explain it to us. So, um, so, so we were recording. We were recording and in the middle of the recording, um, like a fire alarm went off in the building. And... Uh, while the fire alarm, this dude with a with a heavy like Indian accent kind of comes on, 
and like kind of explain, like trying to explain. It was kind of hard to really understand what he was saying at first, but then if you listen, you could definitely like make it out. But then it went into like a whole rant about uh, a whole, a whole, whole rant. other rant about <laughs> just speak English. Yeah, yeah, and, you know. <laughs> All right, we got yeah, we got to check it out. Yeah, we got to yeah. check it out. It's an exclusive. It's an episode check. exclusive. Episode that's exclusive. on the that's on the anniversary uh, episode. Yeah, it's on the anniversary episode. But to you know, I was like, you know, I I didn't really know it. It was like okay, you know, when you yeah, I didn't know. Was, that was random. Yeah, I just thought I, I just thought I asked because I I think a lot of moments of the show I'm dying, but that one I was dying because I'm like, Tony was like very riled up. Keenan was like. Nah, this that man's accent, man. You can't do yeah. it. Like, yeah, it's a, it's very symbolic. I think like that seg that segment right there is very symbolic of their relationship and right. the podcast in itself. Like Tiny is turned up off the little things, and Keenan is there to just like you know, like bro, like this is not that serious. Yeah, it's normal. Yeah, yeah, so, but uh, yeah, it was tight, man. Dope, um, dope. And then uh, go ahead, yeah. go ahead, Brian. I was gonna say, Brian, let us, you know, let us know where we can find you at. Oh, for sure. Uh, you know, everywhere. And tell us about that album too. Yeah. Oh yeah, bro. I got an album coming. It's currently being recorded still. Uh, but uh, if I can get it out before my birthday in September, that would be that's the that's the move. That's the goal. But it's called "Your Crown Will Never Be Broken." It's an ode to my wife and ode to Black women, and and uh, it's about to be live. I'm really about to just go crazy so uh so yeah you could find me at uh my name is chauncey base all over social media so twitter facebook instagram love lxve chauncey and um yeah dog i'm excited i'm so happy to meet evan happy to be with y'all it's a pleasure always every time we link up yeah man i mean i always say it the zoom has been a blessing but i just can't wait till we can all connect and just have time to get into the same because right now it's just about time it's hard to get everybody together, especially everybody on the same schedule. So I'm looking forward to that day when we can just throw one of these big for Evan's sake parties or we can throw a big prime nostalgia party and everybody get together, have some fun. Man. I mean, it's coming, man. L.A. is open. I got my first brownies and lemonade party tonight. You know what I'm saying? It's going up. I performed so, at one of them damn parties yeah, back in the day. If y'all don't know about brownies and lemonade, excellent. It started off as just a street. What was it? It started off as just like a street party and like. Man, it's not parties. That's some other shit. Now it's some whole other shit. Yeah, but, fest, um, it's a real goddamn festival, goddamn yeah, now, man. right? Yeah, uh, yeah, man. It's 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 been my pet project that like has kind of ballooned into like something bigger than I could ever even foreseen. So like, really happy. It's going tonight is going to be our first party in fifteen months, bro. Mm. Yep. Fifteen yeah, months. Right. So we sold this happy. bitch out in an hour. So I'm I'm juiced. Yeesh. Yeah, y'all make sure y'all get in. Uh, another Brownies thing that's lemonade. on this man's resume is getting tapped with brownies and lemonade. I think I did one of them old school uh, downtown LA shows. Brocella, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Brocella, and it's still going on, right? Brocella. Um, they're they're gonna bring it back in a, yeah. in a different iteration. Okay, but yeah, no, I know it's not. It hasn't been too long since I seen nah. Brocella. So yeah, yeah, I was uh at one of the one of the first. I will say I'm gonna just put it. I don't even know, but I'm gonna just say I was at the first one, just like Soldier, for sure, first rapper. Look, <laughs> um, for sure, yeah. But y'all can find me um at 
uh, you can find me first on the Prime Nostalgia Podcast, but obviously at LeeBoyTV.com, at LeeBoyTV on all socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, also on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe to me. I'm going to have some more content coming out very soon. Um, so, yeah, check in with your boy at TV and Prime. Take us out, man. Where can they uh, find me, you? Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, at KVNG Primetime. Follow us at Prime Nostalgia Pod on Insta. Penis Dodge Pod on Twitter and on Thursdays we do Clubhouse. So mm. we do Clubhouse with the uh Child Star. Uh, oh, we need you on there too, Brian. We need you on there. Oh, I got the link up. Yeah, I might yeah. come through. Brian, Brian is too busy for us. Brian is, is, is too busy for us. Once I get done with the album, it's over. Yeah, right. we, we need you on there. Uh, we haven't hidden some hot yeah. button topics on there. We just talked about your boy Drake Bell. I don't know if you saw that that mess oh, that he just man. got into. Uh yeah. Oh, yeah, it's too crazy. But yeah, you know, we get to we get to have like you know the after. Keep your hands to yourself, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Just stop, stop, stop DMing people, (laughs) bro. Yeah, ain't nothing fun in the DMs. But anyway, yeah, we get to have all the after dark topics on um on Clubhouse, so that's fun. But go ahead, Prime. Yeah, nah, it's gonna say it's just you know it's a lot of people. Everybody you know and love, you know, Geo, uh, you know, uh. The regular of the room. Why you making me laugh? Regular to the room. Why you making me laugh? No, all right. Go ahead, go ahead. I ain't gonna speak on that. The regular. He's a regular. We got Geo. (laughs) We got Latangela. We got Christy. We got Jermaine. uh, We got Leeway. We got a lot of other people. Uh, So y'all should come by, check us out. All right. We got some discussions y'all might like. So, you know, come by, whatever. Child Star Chat, Clubhouse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, and uh, take us out. Yeah, you know, uh, I mean, we had a de- an excellent topic today, a nostalgic good time, and that just proves that prime time is all oh, the time, baby. And that's it. You know what? Give y'all a preview next week. We're doing another movie that's twenty years, twenty five mm, years, twenty five year anniversary. So we'll be right back years. with another one yeah. of these. Y'all, uh, uh, stay tuned in. Uh, oh yeah, classic. Yep. It definitely is. Hey, prime time all the time, baby.